You're listening to the Fashion Your Passion podcast, episode number 14, and I got the honor to interview Dr. Oma Congo Dibinga, and we talk all about how you can live your best life. Hope you guys enjoy. As many of you know, this podcast was just a 4 a.m. idea in preparation for a school project. Now it is a way that I get to spread my voice and help other teens create the best habits for their life. I want to hear your voice too. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's all the tools you need in the app or on their website. And my favorite part is that Anchor distributes your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can make money from your podcast too. It's everything you need. And all you have to do is go to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. I can't wait to listen to your podcast. Welcome to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. I'm your host, Sammy Reyes, a high school student living out her life with the intention of inspiring others. Each week, I bring you a powerful person or tip to help enhance the path to fashioning your passion. Fashion your passion means doing what you love and incorporating it into everyday life, and I'm here to help you along that journey. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode, and I hope you enjoy. So, welcome to the show. Um, just for, first for my audience, get a feel for who you are. Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yes. Um, first of all, thanks for having me. My name is Dr. Omekongo Dibenga, the founder and director of Upstander International. And our, our philosophy is why settle for outstanding when you can be upstanding? We work with schools and companies and government groups about how you can create environments where everybody feels celebrated and not tolerated. So in schools, it could be anti-bullying. In the corporate and government work, it could be issues with racism or, or anything like that. We just help people stand up for themselves and anyone else. Yes, yes, absolutely beautiful. I wanted to thank you for coming on today and for your time taking, you know, out of your busy schedule. Um, hearing you this morning was truly incredible. I. Thank it you. just got me on some sort of high. It was I just like you know was so energized for the rest of my day, and it was great because a lot about a lot of what you talked about are things that I do as well. Um, so I knew after you know hearing you and talking to you this morning that I, like I had to ask you to be on my podcast. Um, and my mentor, you know, she approached you, but like I told her, I was like I was going to do that too. I had the same <laughs> idea, um, and so it was incredible. Um, so this podcast is all about how specifically high school students can find their passion, their calling, and truly. Mm-hmm elevate their lives with that and obviously um, over time it may change but how they could sort of um, create something now that is a passion of theirs and sort mm-hmm. of you know run with that so can you just dive into how you got into the speaking space and sort of the projects you're a part of today yeah I got into speaking primarily through my parents when I was younger they used to have they used to organize community events and everyone in the family would do like different things and they would have us memorize speeches or poems by people like Maya Angelou and Nikki Giovanni. So I used to perform those when I was in like middle school or mm-hmm. something like that. When I got to high school, I was writing a little bit of poetry. It helped. It was kind of my escape to deal with things like bullying and the like. And writing that led to me doing speech competitions in school, public declamation. Then when I got to college, I started hitting the open mic scenes and deaf poetry jam and shows like that became mm-hmm. big. So it started to explode a little bit. But I also always tied my art to my academics, doing my academic work, my undergraduate work, my master's work, my doctorate work in international affairs. I always combined uh, those two passions of mine, education and and the art. So that's what got me involved in this. And 
the more I got out of, as we said, talked about this morning, I dealt with a lot of bullying in high school and middle school. The more I started to develop my own self-esteem, I felt like I was leaving other students behind. Mm-hmm. So I, that's when I started to go back into schools, into prisons, into community centers. Right. And as I became an adult, even when I was not an adult, I was speaking to young people. But as I became an adult, I started to make it a business model and passion of mine to reach as many young people as possible. Yeah, totally, totally. And I feel like it's so... Um, just it's so powerful when you sort of you create something for yourself and then you have that realization that oh I've created this so let me help others sort of create that as Mm -hmm, well mm -hmm. and I feel like that's what's so beautiful about a lot of um, different things especially in the motivational speaking space um, for lack of better terms Mm -hmm. Um, and so I just I love that so much Um, but the one thing that I truly love from your speaking this morning was your GROW acronym so if you could just briefly explain that what it is and you know how it helps so that came from a book I wrote called GROW Towards Your Greatness 10 Steps to Living Your Best Life and so the acronym is GIVE RELEASE OVERCOME AND WIN and it could apply to many different fields but for what we were talking about today we were talking about the importance of being more giving of your time, which meant do do more listening than you do talking. Mm-hmm. So many of us are so caught up in ourselves that we forget to hear what's going on with the people right next to us. And we have two ears and one mouth. We should use them in proportion. And I mentioned in school, you could be sitting next to somebody who's been trafficked, who's been a child soldier, or who's thinking of doing harm to themselves or harm to others. And sometimes just being that voice to hear them, hey, how are you doing, checking in on them, can literally save a life, And it, literally. So then we talked about release. We talked about forgiving, and we talked about letting people go who don't represent who you are. Mm-hmm. When we talked about releasing, forgiving, we talked about understanding that forgiving is important for you. It's not about the other person. If you move forward with hate in your heart, you can't be effective in your life. And when I asked the question, how many of y'all have ever been hurt? As you saw, most people raised their hand in a room of over 500 students. So, you know, we have to, we talked about Nelson Mandela and how he forgave his prison guards and, and other people who talked about forgiveness. You have to do that for you. We talked about not using the past as a place of, of residence, but a place of reference. I, I, embrace it, but don't erase it. And then we talked about with release, letting your friends go, mm-hmm. letting go of people who don't represent who you are. I said, if you're surrounded by five racists, you are racist number six. Mm-hmm. Five anti-Semitic uh, Semitic people, you're number six. Yeah. Five sexist people, same thing. But if you're also found, surrounded by five activists, five environmentalists, five people who want to make a difference, that represents who you are as well. And we talked about how, particularly for students, with social media being what it is today, whatever you're going to put up will be found. Yeah. It's going to go off a satellite somewhere. You're going to delete it, but it's still going to be there. So you want to make sure that the people who are on your following represent who you are Mm -hmm. as well because they can come back to bite you when you're applying for colleges, anything, jobs. Then we talked about overcome, and we said that overcoming your fear, because fear is just F-E-A-R. It just means false evidence appearing real. And we talked about how most of the things that people will worry about will never happen. So being an upstander it can be scary at times, but you should still stand up because somebody else is waiting for you to speak up too. Yeah. And then the last one was win, just believing that you will win if you don't give in. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I feel like it's so powerful because a lot of people, they 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 know they want to change something about their life, but they get stuck and they don't really know what to do. Yes. Right? And so I feel like this is, and I know a lot of my listeners know that I love like step-by-step processes, and so I feel like this is a great process in order for you know people to start taking action in their own life because I truly believe that 
you know, you are the only person who is in control of your life That's and right. you make the choices for yourself and That's no right. one else but yourself. Right. Um, and so I wanted to just uh, backtrack a little bit and talk about that, um, the R, which is release. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, they, they can't really um, decipher, I guess, like who is good and who is bad in their mm-hmm. life. So w- what is one tip that you would give to, um, you know, teens who are like, this person, you know, isn't really helping me grow in any way, mm-hmm. um, but also they're not, you know, and they may be saying negative things to me, but they mean a lot to me. Um, and I don't really want to like, you know, sort of like, sort of gate them out of my life. Sometimes you got to gate them out of your life, but you may not need to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to. Yeah. People have to realize that you have to ask yourself a, a simple question. What is this person doing for me? Because mm-hmm. people are either bringing you up or they're bringing you down. Yeah. One way or the other. There's no middle ground. So, for example, if you feel you have to dumb yourself down, a lot of uh, girls do that around boys. Mm-hmm. You know, they know they might be more intelligent than them, but that person is not good for you. Because somebody who wants you to be your best, they want you to show that you're smarter than them. They want to applaud you, you know, when you get into a good school, for example. Yeah. So are people, what are their compliments, what are the comments around you when you share your success? Mm-hmm. Because if you feel at any point that you have to dim your light for them, yes. that is a recipe to know that you are not with the right people, whether yeah. it's uh, boyfriend girlfriend thing whether it's just best friends whatever it is and but another way you can ask some people may not be giving you negative comments but they're not boosting you yeah so another question you want to ask is when I'm around these people do I feel like I can be my best do I feel like I'm on top of the world mm-hmm. right you know are, are they pushing me are they telling me to go study are they telling me to apply to that school or are they saying well you may not really get in no one from here ever gotten to that school those are some of the things you can do. And, of course, if it's going physical, you know, in terms of how people are challenging, talk, you know, dealing with you, you got to get away. Yeah. But people could also be verbally abusive. And mm-hmm. people who are telling you that you can never do anything, all, all of that type of stuff, those are also people who don't see your greatness. So yeah. surround yourself with people who see your greatness, and you'll see your life changed by leaps and bounds. Yeah, yeah, and that's totally important because I know a lot of people, like, they just have friends who like fall into their life and they're not really like the best influences for them but they just continue because you know they have history or whatever it mm-hmm. is and it's like if you want to see change in your life and if you want to grow then you have to change something about it and I love what you mentioned earlier you know I've heard it in many different spaces but um if you are like the smartest person in your group like find a different group That's if right. you're you know like That's right. the prettiest person in your group like find a different group because if you you're only going to match up with who you're around and so mm-hmm. if you, if everyone else is behind you, then you have to then that's where you're gonna match up and you're just, right. gonna, you're just gonna fall down instead of going. Well, Sidney Poitier said that. He talked about it in his book, The Measure of a Man. He said yeah. if you're walking with somebody, at some point somebody's pace is gonna change. So the question is, are you changing your pace to keep up with them, or do people change their pace to keep up with you? Yeah. And just ask yourself about your friends. Are they celebrating you or are they tolerating you? Yeah. You you put on this earth to be celebrated, not tolerated. Yes, yes, exactly. And the last question, um, based off of the title of this podcast, which is Fashion Your Passion Podcast, um, and this is a question I ask all my guests, uh, what is one tip that you would give dreamers based off of how you have fashioned your passion, passions plural? So I'm going to go off of what we were talking about this morning when Zig Ziglar said, your dream is what your, uh, your career is what you're paid for. Mm-hmm. 
your calling is what you're made for. Yes. So you need to go through whatever process it takes to find your calling. Sometimes you're going to find your calling by finding out what you don't like. Mm -hmm. And that's a process. But whenever you find that thing that you can do for 24 hours a day and you don't even realize the sun has come up and gone down, or whatever you would, another thing, career advice I give is what would you do if you lived in a world where you didn't need money? If you lived in a world where you didn't need money, what would you do? LeBron James would still be playing basketball. Beyonce would still be singing. Taylor Swift would still be singing. Mm -hmm. Whoever your favorite politician is would still be out there serving the people. Yes. Find that thing that you do that you don't need money and just do it so well that people will pay, pay, pay you for it. Yeah. And that's how you can, well, those are some of the things you can do to find your passion and your calling. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you so, so, so much for being on my podcast. I, I appreciate it immensely. Um, where can people find you on like social media and stuff like that? Absolutely. On social media, they can just be you on know, primarily social in uh, Instagram, Facebook, mm -hmm. and Twitter. Just Ome Congo. Just my first name, O-M-E-K-O-N-G-O. My website is upstanderinternational.com. Upstanderinternational.com. And they can reach me there as well. Perfect. Perfect. And everyone who's listening, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Fashion Your Passion podcast. You guys know where to find me at The Spiritual Jew and at Fashion Your Passion podcast on Instagram and at The Spiritual Jew on uh, Twitter and I post inspirational motivational content every day of 2019. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.